Hello and welcome to My Daily Trivia. I'm your host, Danny. Today is Tuesday, August 22nd, and I hope that you are having a wonderful day. If this is your first time listening, I want to say welcome. My Daily Trivia is a 10-round quiz show with no specific themes, topics, or categories. We do, however, have a new episode every day, Monday through Friday, with each day getting progressively harder. So today is, of course, Tuesday, which means today will be relatively easy. As always, if you find this episode to be a bit challenging, well, I encourage you to listen to it anyway. As a matter of fact, I think you should listen to all of our episodes this week. You never know. You might surprise yourself. You might know some answers to some pretty tough questions, and you might even learn something along the way. If, however, you find this Tuesday episode to be a bit too simple, well, I encourage you to listen tomorrow. We're going to make it a little bit more challenging. So without further delay, let's get into today's round of questions with question number one. What is the capital city of Russia? And that capital city is Moscow. Moscow is the capital and largest city of Russia. The city stands on the Moscow River in central Russia, with a population estimated at 13 million residents within the city limits, and over 18.8 million residents in the urban area, and then over 21.5 million residents in the metropolitan area. The city covers an area of roughly 2,500 square kilometers, it's about 970 square miles, while the urban area covers about 5,800 square kilometers, which is roughly 2,200 square miles. And the metropolitan area covers about 26,000 square kilometers. That's roughly 10,000 square miles. That's quite, quite shocking. Moscow is among the world's largest cities, being the most populous city entirely in Europe, the largest urban and metropolitan area in Europe, and the largest city by land area on the European continent. The northernmost and coldest megacity in the world, Moscow is governed as a federal city, where it serves as the political, economic, cultural, and scientific center of Russia and Eastern Europe. As an alpha world city, Moscow has one of the world's largest urban economies. The city is one of the fastest growing tourist destinations in the world and is one of Europe's most visited cities. Archaeological digs show that the site of today's Moscow and the surrounding area have been inhabited since time immemorial. Among the earliest finds are relics of the Lelovo culture, which experts assign to the Neolithic period, uh, which is the last phase of the Stone Age. This confirmed that the first inhabitants of the area were hunters and gatherers. Around 950 AD, two Slavic tribes, which I'm probably going to mispronounce, but I'll try my best, the Vitici and the Krivici, settled here possibly forming the core of Moscow's indigenous population. So that city is the capital of Russia, that is Moscow. Moving on to question number two. What are the four primary ingredients used in the brewing of beer? Okay, do you think you have those four? Well, they are water, malts, hops, and yeast. And for the record, if you said barley for malts, I probably would have accepted that. 
Brewing is the production of beer by steeping a starch source in water and fermenting the resulting sweet liquid with yeast. It may be done in a brewery by a commercial brewer, at home by a home brewer, or communally. Brewing has taken, has taken place since around the 6th millennium BC, and archaeological evidence suggests that emerging civilizations, including ancient Egypt, China, and Mesopotamia, brewed beer. Since the 19th century, the brewing industry has been part of most Western economies. The basic ingredients of beer are water and a fermentable starch source such as malted barley. Most beer is fermented with a brewer's yeast and flavored with hops. Here are some fast facts for you. Steps in the brewing process include malting, milling, mashing, watering, boiling, fermenting, conditioning, filtering, and packaging. There are three main fermentation methods. There is the warm, the cool, and the spontaneous methods. Fermentation may take place in an open or closed fermenting vessel, while a secondary fermentation may also occur in the cask or bottle. Regardless of how it's done, the four main ingredients, again, are water, malts, hops, and yeast. Moving on to question number three. Which continent is the largest in terms of land area? And that continent is, of course, Asia. A continent is any of several large geographical regions. Continents are generally identified by convention rather than any strict criteria. A continent could be a single landmass or a part of a very large landmass, as in the case of Asia or Europe. Due to this, the number of continents varies. Up to seven, or as few as four geographical regions, are commonly regarded as continents. Most English-speaking countries recognize seven regions as continents. In order from largest to smallest, those seven regions are Asia, Africa, North America, South America, Antarctica, Europe, and Australia, or Oceania. Different variations with fewer continents merge from, uh, from these same regions. Examples of these mergings are North and South America into simply America, Asian and Europe into simply Eurasia, and Africa, Asia, and Europe into Afro-Eurasia. Uh, my wife, for example, is originally from France, and she grew up learning that there is one continent called America, not a South and a North America. Uh, caused a little confusion when we first met and started dating. Uh, it's still a point of contention in our household. Asia, however, we can agree is that it is the largest continent in the world by both land area and population. It covers an area of more than 44 million square kilometers, about 30% of Earth's total land area and 8% of Earth's total surface area, so that would include oceans as well. The continent, which has long been home to the majority of the human population, was the site of many of the first civilizations. Its 4.7 billion people constitute roughly 60% of the world's population, having more people than all other continents combined. So, largest continent in terms of land area and population by quite a lot is Asia. Moving on to question number four. Which U.S. state is known as the Sunshine State?
and that state is Florida. Florida is a state in the southeastern region of the United States, bordered to the west by the Gulf of Mexico, Alabama to the northwest, Georgia to the north, the Bahamas and Atlantic Ocean to the east, and the Strait of Florida and Cuba to the south. It is the only state that borders both the Gulf of Mexico and the Atlantic Ocean. With a population exceeding 21 million, it is the third most populous state in the nation and ranks eighth in population density as of 2020. It spans 65,000 square miles, which is about 170 square kilometers, ranking 22nd in area among the 50 states. Florida's nickname is the Sunshine State, adopted officially by Florida legislator in 1970, not to be confused with New Mexico, which is also sometimes informally referred to as the Sunshine State. Another nickname for Florida is the Peninsula State, although, uh, although I prefer the Sunshine State. So once again, that is Florida. Moving on to question number five. In the movie E.T. the Extraterrestrial, what is the name of the young boy who befriends the alien? This question may be a little easier for some of our older audience, but the answer to that is Elliot. E.T., the extraterrestrial, or simply known as E.T., is a 1982 American science fiction film produced and directed by Steven Spielberg and written by Melissa Matheson. It tells the story of Elliot, a boy who befriends the extraterrestrial dubbed E.T., who is left behind on Earth. Along with his friends and family, Elliot must find a way to help E.T. find his way home. The film's concept was based on an imaginary friend that Spielberg created after his parents' divorce. Filming took place from September to December 1981 on a budget of $10.5 million, and unlike most films, E.T. was actually shot in rough chrono chronological order to facilitate convincing emotional performances from the young cast. I find that quite interesting and probably a smart move as well. E.T. premiered as the closing film of the Cannes Film Festival on May 26, 1982, was later released in the United States on June 11, 1982. The film was an immediate blockbuster, surpassing Star Wars to become the highest grossing film of all time, a record it held for 11 years until Spielberg's own Jurassic Park surpassed it in 1993. E.T. was widely acclaimed by critics and is regarded as one of the greatest films of all time. It received nine nominations at the 55th Academy Awards, winning Best Original Score, Best Visual Effects, Best Sound, and Best Sound Editing. It also won five Saturn Awards and two Golden Globe Awards. I personally, I remember watching it as a kid. It actually kind of freaks me out. I didn't really like E.T., but uh, apparently I was in the minority because it seems to be quite a hit. If you haven't seen it, I recommend you should go and see it. So then you can see Elliot, the boy who befriends the alien E.T. Question number six. Which iconic World War II era vehicle, originally developed for military use, is known for its off-road capabilities and rugged design, and is often associated with adventure and exploration.
and that vehicle was the Jeep. The Jeep was developed by the U.S. Army Quartermaster Corps and was an important item in Lend-Lease shipments to the Soviet Union and other allies. The Jeep weighed one and a quarter tons, was powered by a four-cylinder engine, and was classed as a quarter-ton truck in carrying capacity. Exceptionally sturdy, it was capable of operating on rough terrain thanks to its high clearance and four-wheel drive, climbing 60% grades and fording shallow streams. On the road, the Jeep had a top speed of 65 miles per hour, it's about 105 kilometers per hour. It had a great variety of military uses. It was a command car, a reconnaissance car, light weapons, ammunition, and personnel carrier, and for many other purposes. It was sometimes armored for combat missions, which, in which case it was called a weasel, and was produced with a waterproof hull and propeller, giving it amphibious capabilities. Its name came from its military designation, Vehicle GP, which stood for General Purpose. So GP turned into Jeep. After World War II, the Jeep found wide applications in, will, in civilian life. My dad actually has an old Jeep, not from that long ago, but uh, it's quite a fun vehicle to drive. Question number seven. What is the currency of Argentina? And that currency is the peso. The peso is the currency of Argentina, identified by the same dollar symbol, preceding the amount in the same way many countries using peso or dollar currencies use. It is subdivided into 100 centavos, but due to rapid inflation, coins with a face value below one peso are now rarely used. The peso has experienced severe inflation, with periods of hyperinflation since the mid-20th century, with periodic changes to the currency to a new version at a rate ranging from 100 to 1 to 10,000 to 1. A new peso, introduced in 1992 and officially known as the peso convertible de curso legal, was worth 10 trillion of the pesos that was used in the 1970s. 10 trillion, by the way, that's a, ten, that's a number 10 with 12 zeros behind it. So quite a, quite a difference. Since the early 21st century, the peso has experienced further substantial inflation, reaching 102% year-on-year in February 2023, the highest since the current peso was introduced in the convertibility plan of 1991. The official exchange rate for the United States dollar valued the peso convertible de curso legal at one U.S. dollar at its introduction in 1992, which was maintained until 2002. Afterwards, it went from a 3 to 1 exchange rate with the U.S. dollar in 2003 to 250 to 1 in early 2023. On the 10th of August 2023, the official wholesale government exchange rate was determined at the Argentina dollar, 286 to 1 U.S. dollar. So again, the currency of Argentina is the peso. Question number eight. What is the name of the dark, flat plains on the moon's surface formed by ancient volcanic eruptions? And those are called the Maria, 
The lunar maria are large, dark, basalic plains on Earth's moon formed by ancient asteroid impacts on the far side of the moon that triggered volcanic activity on the opposite or near side. They were dubbed maria, which is Latin for seas, by early astronomers who mistook them for actual seas. They are less reflective than the highlands as a result of their iron-rich composition and hence appear darker to the naked eye. The Maria covers about 16% of the lunar surface, mostly on the side visible from Earth. The few Maria on the far side are much smaller, residing mostly in very large craters. The ages of the Mare basalts have been determined both by direct radiometric dating and by the technique of crater counting. The radiometric ages range from about 3.16 to 4.2 billion years old whereas the youngest ages determined from the crater counting are about 1.2 billion years old. Nevertheless, the majority of the Mare basalts appear to have erupted between about 3 and maybe 3.5 billion years ago. So again, those dark, flat plains on the moon's surface are called Lunar Maria. Question number 9. What is the national animal of India? The national animal of India is the tiger. Tigers in India constitute more than 70% of the global population of tigers. Tigers were officially adopted as the national animal of India on recommendation from the National Board for Wildlife back in April of 1972. The tiger is estimated to have been present in the Indian subcontinent since the late Pleistocene for about 12,000 to maybe 16,000 years. Today, it is threatened by poaching, loss and fragmentation of habitat, and was estimated at comprising fewer than 2,500 wild individuals by 2011. None of the tiger conservation landscapes within its range is considered large enough to support an effective population of more than 250 adult individuals. So the national animal of India is the tiger, which is relatively threatened. Finally, moving on to our last question of the day, question number 10. What is the term for a fishing method that involves using a large net that is dragged behind a boat and then drawn together to capture a large amount of fish? And this method is called trawling. Trawling is an industrial method of fishing that involves pulling a fishing net that is heavily weighted to keep it on the sea floor. Uh, it's dragged through the water behind one or more boats. The net used for trawling is called a trawl. This principle requires netting bags which are towed through the water to catch different species of fishes or sometimes targeted species. Trawls are often called towed gear or dragged gear. The boats that are used for trawling are called trawlers or draggers. Trawlers vary in size from small, open boats with as little as maybe 30 horsepower engines to large factory trawlers with over 10,000 horsepower. Trawling can be carried out by one trawler or by two trawlers fishing cooperatively. 
Trawling can be contrasted with trolling. Uh, while trawling involves a net and is typically done for commercial use, trolling, on the other hand, involves a reel, rod, and a bait or lure, and is typically done for recreational purposes. Trawling is also commonly used as a scientific sampling or survey method. So again, the term for the fishing method that involves using a large net dragged behind a boat is called trawling. Well, that will conclude this episode of My Daily Trivia. If you found this round to be simple, I encourage you to check in tomorrow. We're going to make it a little bit more challenging. If you found it kind of hard, well, I encourage you to check in anyway. Uh, you might uh, you might enjoy yourself regardless. I want to encourage all of you to tell your friends, tell your family about our show. We're trying to grow the community here at My Daily Trivia. And I want to thank each of you again for listening to My Daily Trivia. I'm your host, Danny, and I will see you again tomorrow. <laughs>